0: In today's episode of Cinema Men, question Is the Meg basically Ooh. a remake of Jaws?
1: Actually, can we just not talk about the Meg right now? Okay, cool,
0: cool. I, I, <laughs> I don't want to make anyone I've sick. I've got an at entirely home. different question for you, really quick. But... Oh, here we go. What's the Meg about? <laughs> what you, what you, <laughs> he's purely <laughs> Mike Myers and Cat in the Hat right now. <laughs> That's so fucking accurate! Uh, which, saying that it's James Corden's best work, it's not saying much. You know? Yeah, so her first name is M. Beth, okay. and her last name is David St which is, is Dave, I, can't, I can't even say it correctly. Da- David's it's David, and then there's a TZ at the end. Why are we mentioning how hard her name is to pronounce? Why does James Corden look like he's in Cat in the Hat? What is the Mega about? Tune in to find out all that and more on today's episode of Cinema Men! Hello and welcome back to Zero Cool, crashed 1,507 computers in one day, biggest crash in history, front page, New York Times, August 10th, 1988, I thought you was black, man. Yo, this is Zero Cool, your one-stop shop for all movies and a lot of Spider-Man updates. My name's Zane. I'm... I'm Casey. That was from Hackers. That was from Hackers. Oh
1: my God! We we have been waiting, what feels like years, on this podcast that hasn't been out for six months yet. Yeah. To talk about and really just you know delve deep into
0: uh, uh, hackers and boy oh boy is Hackers a tremendous film.
1: Thank you for that open.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. <sighs> I know that there is definitely some couple of things that we want to get off our chest something about the new spider-man movie about uh comic-con uh if you want to start by just raving about hackers really quick by all means be my guest
1: all right unfiltered here boys hashtag unfiltered (laughs) uh so so hackers is one of the best 90s movies available it is the most perfect time capsule for one of the most awkward times in american history in terms of like Culture, clothing, fucking vernacular, you know, it's like, Hackers has it all, it's immaculate. And it Mm -hmm. also features an amazing tie-in to something that's happening now, thankfully, which I'm certain you didn't realize. Tell me. um, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie is now going to be in a Marvel movie, um, and she was totally fucking in Hackers, and she was amazing in Hackers.
0: Oh, God. God. Alright, sorry. Is she for for real going to be in a Marvel movie?
1: Oh, hell yeah! She's going to be in the Eternals. Oh my gosh! With uh, Kumail Nanjiani, with (sighs) um, Rob Stark, Richard Madden, that's his name, and um, Salma Hayek. There it is. Those four.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Interesting. I mean, I never would have predicted that was coming, but I feel like I should have at this point, because they can do whatever they want. Uh, yeah, this this is gonna be an exciting um, phase. Actually, we'll we'll delve into
1: this all later after you get um, your far from home bullshit off of your chest. But yeah, it's pretty pretty interesting stuff that's coming out of Comic Con right now.
0: Good to know. Okay. Yeah. All right. These I see the list of people now. Yeah, because I already made my way to IMDb. You know me. Yeah, we need a f- we need fena. a
1: real uh, intro. Like we need a song, uh-huh. a transitionary song for every time that you turn into an asshole and just delve into
0: IMDb. All right, you got it. IMDb, IMDb. 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 Did you like it?
1: Yeah, that was awesome. That was such a good <laughs> tune. Thank that you. tune, dude. Huh. That tune right there was like equal to what you did with when you said Norm last week. No. <laughs> no.
0: That was phenomenal. Norm. So good. That was so so good. <laughs> I might have done it again. Who knows? Oh, fucking God. Uh, yes, you did.
1: I just heard it. You did. Uh,
0: okay, good. All right. So that's cool. Angelina is going to be there. Hackers, we'll dive into, it, whether it's at the end of the episode or it's an entirely uh, separate episode on its own because we could talk about that for an hour straight. I just want to talk about things that uh, are on my mind right here, right now, while they're still decently relevant. Uh, for anybody that has listened to the past couple episodes we mentioned like tom holland's not really our pick of the litter for uh spider-man out of the favorites toby mcguire is uh the ride or die boy for us um tom holland fake spoils stuff about far from home and makes me not want to see it neither of us see it when it comes (laughs) out uh because so, that's kind of his thing. is Spoiler... I even made a sketch about it. Like, Tom Holland spoils whatever movie he's in, and then you're just like, well, what's the point of seeing it now? I get word that apparently the spoiler, spoiler is a lie, and therefore am curious. I end up going to see the movie. Uh, let me tell you something. This is coming from a boy who thought, personally, personal take, Homecoming was
1: trash fire. This I- boy... Right here. This boy that we're talking to. Uh-huh. This boy thought that Spider-Man 3 was one of the better Spider-Mans. Yes. This boy thought Homecoming was a garbage trash fuckfire. Yes. And this boy also really detests the Amazing Spider-Man series. Yes. So all things considered, we love this boy. And we, trust, <laughs> and we trust this boy's opinion. So what did you think of Far From Home?
0: I... Um, they're obviously... There definitely weren't as many parts in Marvel films as I... I usually hate Marvel films because I don't like the way that they're written. I don't think that their humor is usually that funny. And I think that their action scenes can be very mediocre, which is weird because I think that they focus on one of their action scenes a bunch and then the other one they don't focus on. Like in Captain Marvel, I don't want to talk about that for that long, that movie felt like a five-minute thing to me. It was very boring. And then apparently there was an action scene at the end And there was supposed to be tension, but I didn't feel the tension and I didn't see the action scene, which sucks because Captain Marvel is like a great person, like a very powerful person in the comics. So that was lackluster. But let me tell you something about this movie. I can't believe how much I love how they did Mysterio. I cannot believe it. There are many things in this film that I loved. I loved. I can't actually think of one that I hated. Uh, uh, Tom Holland's like best friend in the film. I hated him in Homecoming. I liked him in this. I liked his side plot. I liked Tom Holland's plot. I loved Jake Gyllenhaal in this film. And there is a scene with Mysterio. I don't want to I don't want to spoil like the movie play by play for you. They are fantastic at portraying um the illusion portion of mysterio's character because he is a very uh illusion filled man um he is a very tricky boy let's say that he's he's got a lot of tricks up his sleeve not like a magician necessarily he's not an idiot uh but he's he's fascinating what he can do with trick the mind and i heard it was something similar
1: to how dr strange did like illusions is that fair to say
0: I wish I remembered Doctor Strange that clearly. That's one of those movies that kind of flew by for me cuz like I didn't really like the humor and Benedict wasn't capturing me and neither was Jared Leto as Tilda Swinton. Um <laughs> 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 and so it's interesting. And the parts that I do remember, I get it. I get I get that there is no there is no scene that um uh Marvel has done up to this point that is equal comparison to what they did with mysterio's scene uh oh cool mysterio's in multiple scenes they do great things they have a phenomenal way of explaining everything and connecting a bunch of things it's terrific uh costume looks great uh but this illusion scene i'm just going to call it the illusion scene is it absolutely if we're talking marvel cinematic, this is a weird one do you say that toby Maguire's spider-man was in marvel cinematic universe or not even though they technically weren't part of like when a lot of people say it starts at iron man do you think it just starts when marvel made a film
1: uh oh god that's going way back then Mm because like then you'd have to count that the dolph lundgren uh punisher (laughs) you'd have to you'd have to count that like awful 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 um captain america he, he it was like this weird white dude and he just wore this rubber mask God. It looked awful i love it so and I,
0: dolph longren of all people kindergarten cop 2 savior
1: hell yeah so i i don't know i guess if we're we're talking mcu here that shit mm-hmm. starts with iron man but okay. i mean you can see the inspiration coming going back from the raimi movies though because kevin feige totally produced them mm-hmm.
0: okay so. so uh and speaking of just like a side note i think you always call him kevin feig right and Yeah. so I, that sounds great to me isn't his name Feige? i don't you know what at this point he's he's akin to
1: the fucking bully in the spider-man movies now because no matter how many
0: of type of flash thompson
1: yeah flash thompson flash thompson every actor that portrays that fucker has the most obnoxiously like confusing name in terms of pronunciation so you know what kevin <sighs> feig feig fuge Kevin fucking beige. How's that? A nice boring, bland color that that carries across the films. Because the films are so boring and lackluster. So, Kevin beige. How's that? Is that good now?
0: Kevin beige. It's very close to Kevin uh, James. So, yes, it's perfect.
1: (laughs) And Kevin Bacon.
0: That's what I was going to say first, but then I realized James is pretty close to beige. Um... So, if we're starting from there, by the way, uh, you're right, I just looked up Flash Thompson in the Amazing Spider-Man series, and is played by Chris Zilka. What the fuck? It's literally every <laughs> single movie. What a weird thing. Like, you just... Also, also,
1: can we talk uh, about
0: how the girl that plays uh, Mary Parker um, in that film? Oh, his, his mother? Yeah, so her first name is M-Beth. Which is E-M- what? E-M-B-E-T-H, Beth, M Beth, okay. and her last name is David's, which is David. <laughs> I can't even say it correctly. Da, David's, like, it's it's David, and then there's a T Z at the end. It sounds like someone like spilled
1: coffee on a keyboard and accidentally like <laughs> like saved her name as that in the in the hospital when she was born. Although I'm sure when she was born. Uh, They weren't using computer systems for that, but that's fine. Whatever. What the fuck is your opinion on Far From Home? You're really burying the fucking (laughs) lead here. I
0: I do that a lot. Okay. So if we're saying that the MCU starts at Iron Man, this is by far my favorite MCU film. Okay. Far and away. And I have not seen a single, and this is including Infinity War and what I've seen of Endgame. You haven't seen Endgame? I haven't seen it beginning to end, but (laughs) I've seen scenes in it
1: that's weird okay cool
0: i mean like the avengers thing didn't really pull me like i did not like the first avengers i really didn't like the second um there were like there was like one scene or maybe two in civil war that i thought was pretty cool and then infinity wars i would have liked if it ended at infinity wars because i am a i'm a cynical human being who loves the thought of half of the superheroes having just died because the hero because the villain won um then in Endgame, the things that I've seen, they're... Uh, um, it's not for me. But really good. It's uh, tr- really tr- good. When it comes to it, uh, Far From Home, the, like obviously I'm not saying it's a masterpiece, but just the things that they did with Mysterio, phenomenal. Um, also, there's like a mundane end credit scene that's like I saw far, that far it's end. so good which I, I don't know if you're talking about the end end or the midway and oh, I think I'm talking about the midway okay the midway was perfect was everything about it was perfect let's just say this is very important let's just say Sam Raimi did give his blessing for what happened in that credit scene good to know thank you mm-hmm. Um,
1: thank you Sam uh, Raimi for your uh, expertise on this case here
0: there's yeah i don't know how much about this credit scene you know and i don't know how much we should really say (laughs) nothing don't say a single fucking thing because i
1: i looked it up on youtube and it was pretty gnarly so if you want to watch it fucking look it up dude yeah
0: that's true it's fantastic sam raimi fully approves and also it's got me very excited for the future of the marvel franchise which is okay
1: awesome. i'll spoil it uh-huh what happens is uh-huh. um the sandman comes back oh but specifically thomas hayden church thomas hayden church comes back and he actually uh goes to his daughter's high school graduation how great ah. is that goes to her graduation she's alive still and um he, he's not wanted by anyone and he's still a sandy man um but he's actually a cool boy
0: and <laughs> he's just wh- still Sandy.
1: Yeah, it's actually a full-feature film. Uh he actually works at a at a resort in um on a beach and he whenever they need more sand,
0: he's just like, "Oh, here you go." He just gives them some sand. Oh. Wasn't that night? Nice? Well, there's mmm spoiler, I, there is sorry. Some, there's something I wish I could say off of what you said, now I can't say it. And it's don't It's hilarious that for some reason I have a connection off of what you just said.
1: Okay, sweet. Let's 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 start this bad larry off mm-hmm. let's start um going down the
0: rabbit hole if you will first of all <clears throat> is there is there somebody that you think in in the marvel franchise needs to be portrayed better um, not saying that the actor sucks just saying that you really really wish that this marvel character was portrayed a lot better
1: do directors count?
0: Yes, directors does, and. Does having
1: having any semblance of like a unique artistic vision count at all for this? Or
0: you're you're allowed to say I think that Ed Norton should still be the Hulk. I just wish Oof. that someone else wrote the movie. You're, um, you're allowed not,
1: to. I don't think I'm in that camp. Okay, I don't cool. think so. I like I like uh, Mark Ruffalo. He's fine. I mean, he's he's the character with the least screen time in every movie, so it's like. I
0: don't know what you're talking about. They don't CGI the Hulk.
1: <laughs> they especially didn't in, in Endgame. That was actually all real. Yeah. Uh, he just he bulked the fuck up for that role. Yeah. No. It's it's pretty obvious too. They just painted him green. Yeah. It's like harkening uh, back to the old school days of filmmaking when uh, used practical effects. Everybody knows uh, Marvel never relies on CGI or computer. Um, you know enhancement for anything in their no. films especially no. not when we're talking about like you know any of their suits that yeah. they wear yeah especially in end game especially
0: um, iron man later on
1: yeah yeah or spider-man from day one right um that oh that uh, should
0: be the name of the next uh next spider-man film
1: spider-man from day one
0: spider-man from day one is that when I he still, starts college or something i still i still stand by before i saw the film i i called that i think that the next spider-man film is going to be called spider-man very far from home and i fully i fully believe that's going to be the name in the next one i love the thought of that being the next one why wow,
1: he just like goes off into space again just,
0: yeah it's just like they keep pushing it because then i like what well, if you made a spider-man 4 what are you gonna do spider-man back home <laughs>
1: yeah because i guess the the thing is that they have the word home in each of their movies so yeah. uh, is that gonna stick around Spider- i hope not
0: spider-man homeboy
1: <laughs> Oof,
0: dear lord it's and the, he just it's the spider-man that's got like that ripped jean jacket and like the spikes uh do you know that costume that i'm talking about oh i
1: sure do punk spider-man
0: punk spider-man yes yeah, spider-man homeboy and he's he's doing the thing from um What's the name of that movie with, like, the, uh, uh, come out and play? It's the Warriors, you Warriors. idiot. Warriors! <laughs> he's like, he's like, Mysterio, and he's clanking the bottles. Come out and play. <laughs> yes. He still has the
1: bottles on his fingers. <laughs> I like that. I like this idea a lot. See, in my head, when you said Spider-Man Homeboy, I was thinking of a gentrified uh, Spider-Man. Oh, gosh. Who's trying to, you know be someone who he wasn't huh. Um, uh-huh. so yeah anything anything else on um on far from home i haven't seen it so this is an entirely one-sided a conversation
0: let's have a different one-sided conversation i'll segue into it speaking of people that i love like jake gyllenhaal uh right there were two other boys that i loved named ben schwartz and lin-manuel miranda uh, okay that i saw um peruse around comic-con and that's really all i know off of topics involving Comic-Con. I just know that Ben Schwartz is pretty under the radar, even though people are aware that, you know, he's like, he's been a Ninja Turtle, he's in DuckTales, he's a hilarious man. uh, Sonic! Fucking gods, he's in Sonic. Come on. I know. Why would
1: you not say that? Everyone at home has probably got blue
0: balls It was all leading up to that (laughs) game. One! All right, so that man portraying Sonic... I even love that on his Instagram, he posted a picture of them redesigning Sonic, and he was like, the fans have spoken, you got your wish. And he's being, like, very positive about that whole thing, too, which is wonderful. He's not like, come on, guys, let the artists do what they choose. He's like, I agree with you guys, it looked a little weird. Uh (laughs) Everyone's, I love how, oh, I still love that whole,
1: like, backlash to Sonic thing, because it's like, everyone's favorite Oh no, I almost said superhero (laughs) Everyone's favorite video game character Sonic Is on the big screen And people are fucking mad about it Like, (laughs) how fucking What is going on in your life? That you're up in arms about a little blue motherfucker Uh Being portrayed not exactly as you imagined it would be Like, it's It's Sonic It's the worst video game character That has ever been created Get a job (laughs) Fuck off Get out of your house. I do Go have... out in the real world. You shut
0: up. I do I'm so have... mad at Sonic. I do have tears rolling down my <laughs> eyes. I I love Sonic personally. That's a personal. I know you thing. do. I know I, you well, do. I love. And that's Shana. the worst.
1: That's literally the worst thing about you. You are a Nazi in real life, and you liking Sonic is the worst <laughs> thing about you. Sonic killed my mom. Okay. Sonic is the worst thing that's ever happened to America. That's okay. That's a bit far. (laughs) That's a bit far. No, you're right. You're Uh, right. (laughs) All right. In other words, um, but him, I don't know.
0: I'm pretty lukewarm on Sonic. uh, I get you. I get you. But yeah, he, uh, surprisingly not dressed as Sonic, was roaming around, uh, Comic Con, it flowing on flying under the radar because he's done mostly voice acting stuff, so people didn't really recognize his face. Lin Manuel Miranda had to, uh, dress up as Deadpool though because otherwise people would just be like holy shit that's memo miranda it's kind of like when uh uh um i can't believe i'm forgetting his name right now but i'm picturing his face i can't believe mark hamill there it is damn, mark hamill dressing up as a stormtrooper, um around star wars fans uh, oh my uh, god
1: lol now that is epic
0: mr mark hamill
1: famously luke skywalker famously someone who would fight against the stormtroopers mm-hmm. dressed as a stormtrooper at a san diego comic-con epic hashtag awesome we love
0: star wars here at the show we love star wars i think you just got possessed by buzzfeed i think you have something else that you want to say about comic-con too Go hashtag lol have you seen the trailer for cats what
1: yeah did you see the trailer for cats is this a thing what are you talking about cats you know the musical turned into a film no have you seen the trailer for cats no all right um i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you a favor can you can you go watch it like right now <sighs> yes and yes. then okay everybody everybody go watch the trailer for cats if you have not already in fact i'm gonna do that right now also i've watched it twice already and i, I could not get enough watch the trailer for cats right now cats directed by tom hooper who is famously uh, oh the oh, really good director God. <laughs> are you watching it yeah all right um we'll we'll cut back in when one of them finished yeah that fucking is this directed by
0: james cameron tom hooper i think you mean this is directed by james cameron or whoever directed alice in wonderland and this is the next avatar uh
1: the person who directed alice in wonderland was actually tim burton my friend
0: am i supposed to be attracted to attracted cat? to like uh taylor swift as a cat
1: Oof. Oh yeah, she has the nap and she pours it out Oh my god Whoever thought of this is
0: like Satan <laughs> This is just grim I'm sorry, that's Jennifer Hudson uh, But with fur James Corden <laughs> James Corden, I'm not gonna lie I, There is one thing now that I didn't realize And <laughs> now I totally understand I've been seeing a lot of memes online Of like J- James Corden as a cat Will hurt you <laughs> <laughs>
1: Rebel Wilson plays Garfield, because she's a fat cat. Yep, (laughs) yep. And this poor girl, introducing someone playing the lead in Cats. This is going to be her first and last role. No one will want to look at her after this.
0: Man, I feel bad, because I don't... I don't understand... Well, A, can I just say, I've never known what Cats is about, and never wanted to know what Cats is about. Neither
1: have I. Okay, Okay, so let's save this thought, because... I have never known what it's about either and I still have no fucking clue after watching this trailer.
0: <laughs> yeah, I right it's like so the first half was just oh it's cats. That's it. They are just cats. There's no plot. They're it's th- what? They they were on a bed, they were outside. <laughs> they didn't It's not like oh this person's trying to do whatever. It's it's confusing. The only thing that makes you feel like it has uh, a storyline is the fact that they can sing and maybe like their dream is to sing but they're cats and therefore they can't sing and it's like up- really upsetting to them and so oh it's God. it's as confusing as humanly possible um, then you've got Francesca Hayward feature, sorry, you've got featuring Francesca Hayward coming in as this cat that like, she's the one like everybody kind of looks like a, a human version or a cat version of themselves like Ian McKellen, you could see Ian McKellen, great. Rebel Wilson didn't look different. Uh, for um, Jason Derulo, it pretty much looked the same. Idris Elba uh, is, um, uh, is just in the Jungle Book again. Uh, <laughs> but then you get Francesca Hayward. F- sorry, featuring Francesca Hayward. Bless her <laughs> introducing, soul. introducing. Introducing Francesca Hayward. Bless her soul. Nobody's ever seen her before. That's how I'm going to remember her she is she is not a person playing a cat she is half person half cat they had to cast other people to look like her in this film. I know that's kind of like I feel bad at the same time I feel like that's
1: amazing that's an amazing thing for her she's she must be like a performer or something i I know nothing about her but like to lead your first role in like a, a massively successful uh film adaptation of a like one of the most i don't know known plays ever whether ironically or not um, but boy, oh boy, that movie looks bad. Fuck. <laughs> it just looks like, it looks like an anthropomorphized animal version of Les Mis. Cause I feel like it's going to be grim and sad, you know? Cause like that, mm-hmm. one of those last closing shots of the trailer show a bunch of the cats outside at this area. I don't know who, where the fuck. And they like do a bow and it looks mm-hmm. straight up. Like one of the last shots in Les Mis, where everyone's outside and the French flag is flying and, like, everyone's there. I don't know. Yeah. Tom Hooper, good director, King's Speech, Les Mis, good, good-ass movies. Um, but Cats, oh boy, this looks weird. I'm
0: yeah. pretty stoked. No, it really, it really... And I do think that uh, James Corden just um, revealed, um, like, a dark secret. Like, I think <laughs> that boy kind of just like released all of the energy within him he's always wanted to be in a musical and I'm very I'm quietly thankful because he seems kind of conceited which is crazy he's he every time I've watched his talk show he seems kind of full of himself and I'm so thankful that his um rep, that his uh, arsenal of films now that he's got uh, is this and the emoji movie two game winners two home runs He's actually unfortunately been in many more
1: things. Don't tell me he, this. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was in Smallfoot, of course. Oh wow! Um, which, if you have not seen Smallfoot, it's fine. You don't need to. I do recommend, however, watching the video called Zendaya is Michi.
0: I have then. Okay, and I recommend that to everyone else as well. So Zendaya. that's largely. That's kind of all you need to know mm-hmm. um,
1: about that. And then he was also in. He was in one episode of Doctor Who, which I feel weird about knowing. Uh, I think it was a David Tennant one. Oh, good boy. So he was in that, and then he was in Into the Woods, I think, that Disney musical thing. So like, he has a background in music, and he's always singing, despite his voice being like, meh. Um,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But
1: yeah, I think he's really come into his own in, yeah. in Cats.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Because you know how sometimes for a singer, they have to warm up their voice? um because uh, like maybe they're introverted maybe they're shy just nerves whatever i think that this is as purely himself as he can possibly be so we're getting the best quality james corden uh in this musical which which, which, he's purely mike myers and cat in the hat right now
1: (laughs) that's so fucking accurate
0: oh which saying that it's james corden's best work it's not saying much you know can i also just say wholeheartedly and i mean this um, Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat, when I first saw that film, terrified me. Second time I saw that film, he's perfect. Enchanted Every, he's, you. Everything he's, about him is perfect. To date, comparing Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat and Cats in Cats. Oh my god, the Cats in Cats are terrifying. I wish all of them were like Mike Myers' version of Cats. I do not like the fact that they look like half-human cat like... For him, I believed, I I didn't think, oh, he's a human cat. I just thought, oh, he's a giant cat that can walk. Uh, For these, I literally, I'm thinking, oh, they look like the Avatar people, except for some reason, they have fur. And uh, also, because they do it so that they can all get like the, I mean that kid what is it jake sully uh jake, jake Sula. sully jake sully jake sully or Jake, S- whatever it is it's jake sully you is mean. it jake like, sully what, you don't you don't remember avatar smash I'm just, sensation avatar i literally only kind of know that name because of uh funhouse on, <laughs> on youtube and the one time elise dressed as uh one of the people um i also don't know the name of the blue people um natiri.
1: they're the navi uh elise played uh natiri what'd you just call um, me all right, um, so. <laughs> my my father and then uh, sam worthington whose career is going super well right now
0: <laughs> um played jake sully there you are oh my gosh okay so uh, yeah they look like that but with fur for some reason it is horrifying and hey I- zane yeah have you ever had a cat i have and i love them okay um so you know how
1: when you have a cat they never stop showing you their asshole <laughs> oh no it's just one of those things. They always have their tails straight up. They're always You're walking right. around, proudly showing off their asshole. You're scratching You're right. them, and they're like, oh, here's my butt. You're right. Um, how often is that going to be going down in this movie?
0: Oh, boy. Well, see, Rebel I'm Wilson's this... in the film, so at least half the film.
1: My thinking is, I do not think Cats is rated yet. What, what? I think is going to be going on right now <laughs> is going uh, it's, it's to be like Paul Verhoeven's Showgirls, which came out in the 90s. That movie was big because it was rated NC-17, because it was about strippers, Um, but it was also like a theatrically released movie from a well-known director. Paul Verhoeven, if you don't know, is the dude who did like Robocop, um, Starship Troopers. Wow. Fucking awesome, awesome director. Love that dude. Uh, Total Recall also. Please don't forget. And so (laughs) that movie came out, Showgirls that is, and -hmm. it was bad. Everybody hated it. Mm -hmm. It Poorly received. Um, But it was rated NC-17. I think Cats is going to be rated NC-17 because they're going to have anatomically correct cats. We're going to be looking at Judy Dench's asshole Mm. so often in this fucking movie. And that's not something that I want to see. So So for that reason alone, I'm going to be waiting
0: until this comes out on VOD. Thank you very much. I I'm not gonna disagree with you because it's very important for everybody that doesn't know. I am gonna tell you the um uh synopsis of this film or the uh, the description of this musical rather. Um, it is important for everybody going into this to know that yes, this is music by Andrew Lloyd Webber. So yes, and I CSL, am yeah. thinking I am thinking of Paul F. Tompkins as Andrew Lloyd Webber, and <laughs> how fantastic that is. Um, but then yes, it's uh. Also inspired by T.S. Eliot, so you already know that it's going to be somewhat terrifying. Not like uh, Edgar Allan Poe terrifying, just like creepy, just like weird. Um, so <laughs> when it comes to Cats, apparently a description is this. Cats is a sung-through musical composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber, based on Old Possum's book of practical cats by okay. T.S. Eliot. Okay, <laughs> sure, sure. The musical tells the story of a tribe of cats called the Jellicles. No, and... no,
1: no, 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 Don't, 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 don't.
0: I really don't want to know what that fucking play is about. All right. Like,
1: I <laughs> seriously
0: do not want right. to know. All right. I just bring up the Jellicles thing, though, because... Uh, That's that, so much. That finally remind That finally uh puts into light... Have you ever watched BoJack Horseman? I've seen a few. This, this, episodes, is, vague. Yeah. this is a vague call, but at least in season one, um Princess Caroline, the cat, her... Um, uh, Ringtone always said, like, when you're walking alone and you have nowhere to go because Jellicles can't And I'm just, oh, now I get it. It's a cat's reference for her being a cat. Wow. I, if I'm not going to explain the premises to you, by the way, I will let you know whether you know it or not, I still don't know what the premise of this <laughs> musical is. that i love that you and i have been
1: like cognizant on this planet for like 20 i'm 22 i don't know how old you are you're probably like 14 yep um years and (laughs) we both don't know what this play is about oh my god and i seriously i'm i'm loving my ignorance right now i love this i love not knowing what the shit's about and i don't want to know what it's about
0: absolutely and i mean the, the problem is i'm not gonna see that film so i'm still not gonna know what it's about I know. Yeah, sorry. And also, why why would you want to be? I get that it's like a popular musical, and I get that it's very important right now for Hollywood to only make a version of things that they've already made. Because that's weird. That that's, you just
1: said that because the the Lion King just came out,
0: huh? Uh, oh, did it? I didn't even. Yeah. I hadn't even the faintest idea about that, or the Little Mermaid thing that's happening with Black Ariel these things didn't even cross my mind i was still stuck way back with jurassic world (laughs) fuck oh fuck can you yeah i
1: think i think i'd rather watch jurassic world fallen kingdom than the new lion king movie
0: question is the meg basically a remake of jaws the meg with is not
1: (laughs) i can i can tell you it's not because i've seen the meg and it was
0: very not good. I am not talking about Family Guy. This is very important. Oh,
1: you, so you were not referring to Mila Kunis in no. *The Spy Who Dumped Me*?
0: Correct, with Kate okay. McKinnon.
1: Shit. So then, never mind. Uh, actually, the Meg is very much like Jaws <laughs> in that it has a very, um, a very stoic actor, uh, you know, in the lead, just like Roy Schneider in okay. in Jaws. Who's not afraid to just get down and dirty with the with the shark, you know? Mm-hmm. And also not express any emotion other than like some I don't know, laughable masculinity. Yeah. Actually, can we just not talk about the Meg right now? Okay, cool. I don't want to diff- make anyone. I've sick got an at entirely home.
0: different question for you really quick.
1: Oh, here we go. What's the Meg about? Ooh. Uh, the Meg is Oh fuck. Okay, so I watched this a few months ago and I actually don't remember. Let me see. So it opens with a bunch of humans on an expedition <laughs> below the surface. And I cannot remember what they're trying to do, but they open up this labyrinth under the seafloor, which turns out it's like prehistoric, yo. It's like there's a bunch of
0: dinosaur fish down there. Okay, I'm so fort- is this basically yeah. Tom Cruise the mummy? I, did, you, did you see that? I, can I just tell you something fun that I've seen with it. Yeah. yeah. I watched the trailer, but without any trailer music. Yeah, that's so good. That's like the best. And it's just like all of only the noises, purely the noises. And you know what? Totally different, more enriching experience. Yeah, because they don't hold your hand. Mm-hmm. You know,
1: you, you got to put your own thoughts into it. Another film recently actually had something like that happen, where they released the trailer prematurely and it was without music so they just had like a bunch of like like weirdly vacuous screams in it like like as were found in the mummy i'll just like i'll link that shit in twitter because it's a funny. good oh all right so the meg uh prehistoric hmm. uh dudes you know fish dudes under under the ocean floor they open it up cannot remember why they were opening it up um but they sure did and then the meg gets through and starts uh, wreaking havoc and they're like ah shucks we gotta deal with this so they go out and they try to kill it uh, at the end it is jason statham with a spear shoves it into the shark's eye and then a bunch of other sharks come and start eating the meg's body oh and i'm not i'm not kidding that's an actual thing that happens at the end um spoilers apologies for everyone who is really um you know holding out on watching the meg for whatever fucking reason you have right it yeah. was up not on great. my list not a great movie everything else um that happened in the movie was utterly forgettable rain wilson was in it i
0: think and then
1: that's about it yep
0: um also not a question just a statement do want you to know confirmed production has been started on a sequel oh good
1: i'm glad thank you for that that's excellent I, i cannot i cannot wait what to go and see, Wait, also... see a giant shark movie in theaters that's rated PG-13. That makes so much sense that a shark film, <laughs> you know, about a man-eating shark uh-huh. that we should be afraid of
0: is rated PG-13. Yes. Also, very important, really quick. Um, Oh, my God. Okay. Pl- don't look this up. I really want to see your guess. All right. Jaws. All right. This is very important. Jaws. Great movie. 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. 8 out of 10 imdb 87 percent metacritic highly acclaimed film what was its box office what's your guess uh
1: that was the creation of the blockbuster so i'm going to assume it was fairly high uh probably like oh christ i don't is it adjusted for inflation
0: i'm not sure go for it 300 million domestic it's a little bit more
1: really mm-hmm. oh wow! Well, holy shit it's f- um i don't tell you i heard you say f so four hundred something.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jaws is four hundred and seventy point seven. Right? The Meg, five point seven on IMDB, forty six percent Rotten Tomatoes, forty six percent Metacritic, very below average film. What's it, what's your guess? what did it make?
1: I imagine it did much better overseas. Um <laughs> overseas.
0: Wow. It's just because um, it's bigger. Yeah,
1: uh, no. China eats that shit up. That's why uh, Jurassic World made so much money. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm gonna say it probably made close to five to six hundred million worldwide. Five hundred thirty point
0: three million. Yeah. Well, was the Jaws thing domestic or worldwide? So I'm just looking at right here on Google because I'm pretty sure
1: that Jaws number must have been worldwide then. Although like, I can't imagine many people i don't know jaws seems like such a purely american movie though so you know? let's see
0: this says oh well if you want something that's even more fascinating than whether or not it's a domestic or worldwide um box office the budget for jaws is seven million yeah Yep. seven million right the budget for uh the meg that must
1: have been like in the it must have been close to 100
0: is 130 million oh wow okay yeah also, both of those, I think, were worldwide.
1: Oh, okay. Office. Okay, that makes sense. That checks out.
0: Yeah. Also, because uh, now we're here, this is very important. I am uh, You've seen The Meg, and now I'm going to read this to you. Okay. So I ended up in the goofs on The Meg, because, believe it or not, <laughs> okay. that film wasn't perfect, apparently. What? Um, <laughs> just for starters, this isn't even the goof I was going to read. Um first thing I see is, at the beginning of the movie, and that's a great start to any movie in the goofs (laughs) section, at the the beginning of the film, Lori is stabbed in her left side of the belly, but later on, the doctor says her liver is not damaged. Liver's on the right side of a human's body. Get it right. So either the film's wrong or the doctor's wrong. And (laughs) who knows which one nowadays. Hollywood's crazy. But the one I was going to read is, It is mentioned that the nuclear submarine rescue attempt was in excess of 10,000 meters deep. Uh, The estimated crush depth of contemporary nuclear submarines is approximately 730 meters. Wow.
1: Okay, that's pretty egregious. (laughs) Jesus Christ.
0: Even making allowances for classified data on crush depth would leave any submarine well above the 10,000 meters mentioned. Of course, the movie is about a seventy foot shark from the Mar- Mariana Trench.
1: Yeah, I guess that makes. We'll we'll leave a little bit of artistic liberty there. That's fine.
0: Oh my god! Also, and there's an error in geography in the film. No way! No, Listen,
1: I that's see that's bullshit because the okay. book's written by uh, by Steve. Steve Barry I think is his name. Okay. The books are obviously scientifically accurate. It's about a megalodon.
0: That's if you're true. writing about
1: a giant prehistoric shark, you're going to get your shit right.
0: They say an on-screen an on-screen caption indicates that the Mana One research facility is 200 miles off the coast of China. It's also built above the Mariana Trench, at the bottom of which is the hidden sea where the meg lives. The Mariana Trench is actually off the coast of Guam in the Central Pacific, (laughs) nearly 3,000 miles from mainland China. How is that not one of the only facts you have straight going into a film that's dedicated to to this specific situation?
1: Yeah, how do you go in and create a setting for your movie and not check with the setting of your movie? That's That's pretty brazen, especially because I'm sure China paid... Like, I'm sure China made up a lot of the uh, gross of, of this movie. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty insulting and brave, I guess, to, like, not double-check your facts if you know that you're going to be marketing this movie towards a Chinese audience.
0: Also, I like this one. There's a character error, and it just says, Toshi's Japanese accent goes from thick to non-existent to back again. Wow. How, is there a metric for
1: that? Who, uh, <laughs> who, who ranked that? Man, that's a th- that's a... It's not as thick of an accent as it used to be.
0: When Toshi says, this is another one, this is an audio unsynced thing. She, When Toshi says, "Gomena," after he closes the hatch, the subtitle says, speaking Mandarin. Toshi is Japanese, and uh, Toshi is Japanese as is what he said.
1: As, <laughs> As is what he said. Good, thank you.
0: <laughs> That's... Fantastic. They were wrong. Is uh, basically what we're getting at. There are a lot of errors, but can you f- can you blame them? Yes. There's a plot hole in this film. There's two plot holes in this film. There's t- many things that you can forgive. Plot holes is a hard one. Here's a fun one for you. And tell me if this is something that you now question about the Meg. Uh, when the Meg chases Jonas and is caught by the cable attached to the ship, it can't reach him as he slowly paddles back underwater. Earlier, the Meg easily pulled the entire ship backwards. So it would have... (laughs) (laughs) So it would have no trouble catching Jonas. Even sheer inertia would make sure Jonas was within reach. Oh my god. (sighs) Okay, and then also... I love that shit.
1: I love that shit when, like... Like, someone who is knowledgeable in, like, certain basic science watches a movie like the meg and they're like nah nah the basic inertia's off on this scene right yeah, no, that's, that's not correct
0: right and like you said going into this film it has to be a perfect film because it's based off the book of what's that guy's name again steve barry something like that yeah okay he's great well cool. here's a fun other plot hole for you it has supposedly been two million years since the last meg sighting uh, such a discovery would prompt the world's paleontologists scientists etc to keep it alive as opposed to killing it
1: <laughs> instantly yeah this uh. is
0: actually a major plot point in the novel
1: oh steve alton that's his name steve alton steve i apologize
0: alton steve alton very close to steve madden
1: steve madden the meg Two. oh i cannot wait for the meg Two. Just kidding, I can wait for as long as I need to.
0: Will it be called The Meg Far From Home because it's like 10,000 feet of, or 10,000 meters above where it was living?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna pull uh, a Zane right now and be a be a douchebag on IMDb. IMDb, IMDb. Trivia for, for The Meg 2. If it stays true to the source material, in parentheses, books. Thank you. The original Meg has offspring. So in The Meg 2... It's going to be about how Meg was, in fact, a Meg and a chick. And it's ah. going to have a little baby baby Megs.
0: Oh, so it's just going to be... It's the, the second one's just going to be called The Megs with an S.
1: Yeah, it's going to be like Aliens as the sequel to Alien. And it's just going to be uh, like three or four Megs.
0: Who's going to play the Meg in the, in the next Meg?
1: All right, so there's going to be four Megs. It's going to be like The Eternals. Yes. Um, but it's going to be better because it's gonna be sharks i think Uh, it's gonna be
0: robert downey jr chris evans uh mark ruffalo and chris hemsworth
1: interesting uh but wrong choices okay i'm gonna say uh, M. Night Shyamalan is yep. going to play one of the Sharks because he's upset with his poor direction over the past few years. And that's the, the one that did... you
0: find. That's when you've been fighting that Meg and you say, where's the fourth one? And you say, oh, the fourth one's been dead the whole time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's actually the ghost Meg, mm-hmm. um, which is going to be the third film in the series. It's actually going to delve deep into the mythos of the uh, the ghost Meg. Right. Um, so it's going to be M. Night Shyamalan as Ghost Meg. It's going to be uh, what fucking obscure? Uh, Gary Busey is going to be another one. I <laughs> that wish... one's going
0: to be a, a pain to handle. Yeah, I watched
1: uh, Point Break yesterday, and it, it's just brilliant, but yeah. Jerry I think Jesus at one point play. he
0: definitely broke, yeah.
1: Um, no, that's fine. Um, Alright, so he's he's there. Um, let me look around my room, see you get some inspiration. Um, uh, Ryan Gosling, fuck it, why not? Ryan Gosling's in it. Uh, no, is this play. the
0: Ryan Gosling of, like... The nice guys. He's the nice, funny. Guys, okay. He's
1: gonna be funny Gosling. Cool. Uh, rather than quiet and reserved Gosling, Go um, he's gonna be one of the sharks, and then and then the, Ryan
0: Gosling's actually the other one too, but it's the one from La La Land, so it's a very musical shark.
1: Yeah, that one's gonna be the most obnoxious of the sharks, uh-huh. and then the third, the fourth shark is gonna be, um, Amelia Clark from uh, Game of Thrones. She's gonna play one of the sharks. So it's 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 a fairly well-rounded uh, cast of obscure bullshit. Um, I just. Do you want to know how I how I came up with those uh, those names? I do. That was pretty quick wit there, bud. I looked at my my Blu-rays. That's all. <laughs> That's. Is I that... looked, I looked at them. Yes, I looked and I, I I looked up and I saw Drive in Gosling's little face, so I chose him. <laughs> and instead of Drive, you said, how about Swim? How about Swim? It's the um the 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 Nicholas Winding Refn directed sequel to Drive, Swim in which ryan gosling plays a shark but it, but is the same character from drive so it's very yeah. confusing and is
0: still in his car and he's still in his car he's still in his um same soundtrack talking? and everything
1: oh my god drive fucking drive so good
0: hey should we talk about um hackers again yeah <laughs> okay um try try and limit yourself set something up for the next episode
1: well i already know what the next episode's gonna be yeah we got, um, we got good
0: stuff in store. That's good.
1: Next episode actually might be a special episode. Oh. So, Oh. And it might even come out on a day that's not Tuesday. That's how special it might be. Ooh. Like, this one might come out, like, sooner rather than later. I like it. Um, I don't know. All right. You know what I'll do? Mm-hmm. I'll leave you with a quote. Tell me. This is from a, a review that I stumbled upon. Have you seen Friday the 13th, uh, 1980? Not a great movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I've been I've been getting through all of them. There are ten of them in the main Jason series. Jesus Christ. There's a lot of them. Uh, for the most part, they're fun, forgettable, dumb slasher movies. But I was on IMDb the other day. Okay. And I stumbled upon a review. Um, written by someone whom I believe is of Russian descent or something. Um, all right. I'll read you the first paragraph, and then we can end the show there, okay?
0: How's that sound? Okay, cool.
1: Here's the review. Nine out of ten. The title is, Welcome to Camp Blood, the classic original slasher that started it all, my personal favorite. Friday the 13th is my all-time favorite horror slasher film. It is in my top five favorite Friday the 13th films. It is one of my personal favorite horror movies. It is my second favorite Friday the thirteenth movie and my all time favorite fa- yes. Wait a yeah.
0: Wait a You've stopped me, what's wrong? Okay. I was gonna stop you early on when okay. you said like when you said uh, like my favorite my favorite film right. but also rated it nine out of ten. Like okay. he, can't, he can't even give a perfect rating to the best film he's ever seen. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. You, you started by saying it was his favorite Friday the 13th, and you've gotten to a point where now it is his second
1: favorite. All right, do you want me to restart? I can absolutely restart for you. Please,
0: please, by all means.
1: Friday the 13th is my all-time favorite horror slasher film. There you go. Mind you, this sentence that I'm about to read is one sentence with no punctuation. Okay, cool. It is in my top five favorite Friday the 13th films. Uh-huh. It is one of my personal favorite horror movies. Uh huh. Right. It is my second favorite Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> now,
0: does that mean that there's a Friday the 13th movie that, that is not a horror slasher film? <laughs> um. <laughs> because I, he's allowed to say it, he's allowed to have it as his second favorite Friday the 13th but it's still his favorite horror movie. So he can't, he can't have a different favorite Friday the 13th film that's somehow his second favorite horror slasher behind his second favorite Friday the ter- 13th movie, which is his favorite horror slasher film. It is my second favorite Friday the 13th movie and <laughs> <in> my all-time <laughs> favorite film
1: in the horror genre. Oh my God. I love this movie to death and it is instant classic for me. I have the t-shirt about this movie, the original film, and I always wear it so much. I love this film and this franchise. You want me to hit you one more time with that last I, sentence? I like the. I, I have
0: the t-shirt about this film.
1: I have the t-shirt about this movie, the original film, and I always wear it so much. I love this film and this
0: franchise. I'm not going to lie. Casey, I'm going to announce publicly right now yeah. to everyone listening. Right. I am going to design a shirt. And I, <laughs> and and we will link it on social media. And you will very happily be able to buy this shirt. And it will be that quote. Go ahead and read it one more time. I have the t-shirt about this movie, the original film, <laughs> and I always wear
1: it so much. I love this film and this franchise. <laughs>
0: a good t-shirt that is such oh my god i'm excited i literally
1: want nothing more than to read this whole review for you right now but we will have to wait until next episode oh please because next episode is going to probably be the best thing we've ever done i agree god damn it i love this fucking shit wow all right um that's it god bless her uh, god bless god bless the person who wrote that um and I, I mean i mean no ill will to the person who wrote that mm-hmm. i wish nothing but the best for right. them yeah yep um completely agree and frankly if if anyone ever found this review and to the person who wrote it and bullied them that's fucking disgusting and you should probably fucking off yourself uh but just don't do that it's great he's great Love them to death. Uh, we are Cinema Men, and this is probably going to be
0: it. I would have to agree. Make sure that you follow us on social media. Make sure that you share this with your friends. Review us, like us on iTunes and the such. We have links on our social media that lead to other formats, because we are on those, such as Spotify and whatnot, that you might listen to us on. Uh, if you leave a review and let us know what you do and do not like about the show, that helps a ton. Uh, and we love every single one of you that listen. Most of you. Yep. Especially if the person that wrote that quote is listening. Oh my god, you are a fan favorite. Holy shit, you're like, you are daddy. You are zaddy, baby.
1: Alright, well, I gotta go, bye.